Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. So before I begin the story, as usual, I would like everybody to understand that uh, today's story, or I should say tonight's story, now that they moved the clock, tonight's story is uh, sponsored as a refuah shalema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi Ben Sarah Miriam, and also uh, for a continuous refuah shalema for Raphael Avram Yitzchak Ben Gittel. Okay, and now... Are you ready for a story now? Uh, uh, well, not yet. Uh, before I tell the story, um, there's a few more things that we gotta take care of. As a matter of fact, a happy thing! A happy thing! I like happy things. Like what? Well, uh, first of all, you know I get a mazel tov. You get a mazel tov? What happened? What, 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 what? Well, uh, I get a muscle because I have a new granddaughter. You what? Yeah, you have a, 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 a new granddaughter? Wow, which one of you kindle a hot a new granddaughter? I mean, well, they didn't have a granddaughter. I mean, they had a daughter. Uh, but they're your granddaughter. That's correct. You got that right. A hundred percent, sure. No questions asked about that. You got that right, that's for sure. Okay, so now, uh, basically... Um, my son Yisrael and his wife Judith, they had a baby girl, which they named Riva. Yes, 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 yes. What a wonderful name, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. But I'm just trying to figure out a second here, one second. Uh, you have more than one son, right? That's right. Uh, you have some daughters. That's right. Uh, oh, 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 I got it. Wait one second. Uh, uh, this, uh, uh, this is Rabbi Meyer Herbs, you know, the storyteller? No, I mean, well, yeah, he is a storyteller, but no, no, he's not the one. Uh, well, which one? Yisrael, my son Yisrael. Didn't you hear what I said? 
Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. He's the one that does the live game show? Yes, yes, that's the one that does the live game show. My son Yisrael and his wife Yudit had a baby girl, and they named it Riva. So a special mazel tov to the parents, special mazel tov to the bobbies and zadies from both sides, and a special mazel tov to the sisters and brother. Okay, and now... I guess I could be ready to think of a story to tell. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great idea? Uh, to think of a story to tell? Uh-huh. Wow, Rabbi Herbs, um, you know, I was just thinking. I, I, I have a story idea for you. Don't tell me that you have another story that someone, you know, faxed in or emailed in and you want me to do. Oh, not exactly. So what do you have? Well, I, I was just kind of thinking, you know, like, um, you know, sometimes I, 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 I bump into people. Then you should say, excuse me. No, I don't mean like bump into people and knock them down. So what do you mean? Well, uh, you know, like, uh, like I, I met a person the other day and, you know, he says he doesn't believe in Hashem's Torah. Well, was he a Yid or a guy? Uh, well, he was Jewish, but, uh, you know, he's, like, uh, leaning, like, not wanting to, you know, keep Yiddishkeit. Why would he want to do that? Doesn't he realize the precious gem that Yiddishkeit is? Oh, yeah, 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 he says that, like, uh, Hashem doesn't punish and Hashem doesn't reward, you know what I mean? Well, let me ask you a simple question. Okay, go ahead, simple questions I can answer, like, is one plus one? No, 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 no. Suppose that, um, you decided that you want to... Um, steal some money from someone. Let's say you went over to your friend and you stole 50 cents, right? Yeah, that's not nice to do. I'm just saying that let's say you went over to your friend and you stole 50 cents, right? Now, you know, in the Torah, there's a law that, you know, when you're caught, then, you know, you know, you pay double, right? Right. So let's say Hashem decided to punish you right away. And as soon as you stole 50 cents from somebody, when you came home, you discovered somebody stole a dollar away from you. What would you do? Well, uh, maybe I would do it again the next time, because since somebody stole a dollar, I gotta go get more money. Okay, so let's say the next time you stole a dollar. Then you came home, and suddenly you discovered somebody took two dollars from you. Well, then I'll probably have to go and get some more money. Let's say every time you go, every time you take money, every single time you come home, you discover that every drop of money that you take seems to be taken away from you double the amount. What would you do then? I think I would stop stealing because then, then it doesn't pay for me to steal because uh, whatever I steal, I'm losing double. That's not kind of good business. That's precisely the point. So if Hashem punished someone right away, immediately, then what would happen? Oh, I get your point. Then everybody would be afraid to do anything wrong because you get punished right away. But how come Hashem doesn't reward you? Well, let me ask you something. Uh, you know, Hashem says, the harder it is for you to do a mitzvah, and the greater is the reward, you know, the more effort you put into. Let's say uh, you're a window washer. Right, let's say I'm a window washer. And you're washing a window in the front store. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. And let's say you get paid $10 an hour. Wow, that's a lot of money for a little kid like me. Well, let's say now you got a job to wash the windows on top of the Empire State Building. Wow, from the outside? Well, not from the inside. Let's say you have to hang on one of those big scaffolds. Whoa! All the way up, 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 up there? Yep. Let's say you have to go and wash the windows from up there. Should you get paid the same as somebody who stands on the ground floor and washes a window from a store? Um, obviously not. Obviously, you should get paid a lot more because it's more dangerous. Precisely the point. Now, if Hashem decided that every time a second you did a mitzvah, you got a reward then which person wouldn't want to do a mitzvah? Good point. Good point. So what are you trying to say, though? You haven't figured it out yet? Um, let me try. Um, let's say you're saying that Hashem is like testing us, sort of. He wants to see which way we go because we have free will. So uh, if we do bad, then he eventually will punish us, but he gives us a chance to do tshuva so he doesn't punish us right away. And then we have a chance to do a mitzvah, but if we don't do the mitzvah right away, we don't get rewarded right away. But sometimes we could be put in a predicament where the mitzvah is very hard for us to do, but yet if we do it... Yes, that's right. If you do it, what? 
then I guess we get a, a, a bigger reward. And, and since Hashem lives forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and whatever, you know, so, so therefore that means that he doesn't have to be like that. He has to pay us right away or punish us right away because he has plenty of time, right? That's precisely the point. And I guess you have a story that could bring that out. I just happen to have one. How do you like that? I would like it very much. Could you tell that story tonight? I certainly will. As a matter of fact, I will tell it right now. Oh, boy, I can't wait to listen. All right. Okay, this story is called Ayan Tachas Ayan. An eye for an eye. Really? You mean somebody's going to pull out his eye and then give someone else a different eye? Well, I'm not going to tell you anything now, because if I tell you now, I'll give away the story. Somebody's eye is going to pop out? Wow, this is an eye-popping story. Uh, uh, Yossi, please, if you want me to tell the story. I know, i got to be quiet again. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay, Robbie Herbs, the floor is all yours. Well, it's not all mine. There are other people on this floor. But anyways, here we go. Our story goes back a long, long time ago. Now, if you want to look up this story, it's written in a sefer called Sefer Hamaisies by Mordechai Ben Yecheskel. It's a very, very old sefer. comes in six volumes, and it's written Lashon HaKodesh. So anyone who speaks Hebrew, they should have no problem reading this. But anyways, it's called An Eye for an Eye. Ayin Tachas Ayin. This story took place many, many years ago. How many years ago, Rabbi Herbs? How many? Well, I'll tell you the truth. If I calculate correctly, it should come out to be about 1,052 years to be pretty much exact. But I'm not going to be exact at the moment. Okay, so you're going to be approximately. So what are you going to say? The story took place approximately a thousand years ago? Yes, approximately 1,000 years ago. It was in the mid-900s. The mid-1900s? No, 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 no. Not 1900s. 900, over a thousand years ago. Okay, now this happened in a city called Pampadisa. Pampadisa! Wait, where did I hear that name before? Pampadisa, Pampadisa. That's like one of the names in the Gemara mentions. Isn't that in, in Bavel, like the people call Babylonia? That's correct. Excellent. There were two famous places that we heard a lot about yeshivos out there. One was called Sura in Babylonia in Bavel, and one was called Pompadiza. A lot of Talmud Chachamim grew up there. Now, eventually, uh, you know, the there was Tanoim, and there was Amaroyim, and then there were also... Oh, I know. Then there was me. <coughs> um, I, I mean, sorry. Um, like, like, I was like, like, um... um there were Ga'onim. Oh, like the Vilna Ga'on? The Vilna Ga'on was called a Ga'on, yes. Nowadays, the terminology Ga'on is used to describe somebody who's a great Sadiq or somebody's a great Masmid and things like that. Okay, but in those days, there was a group of Rabbonim that were like the leaders of Claudius Israel, and they were called the Gaonim. And there was a leader of the Gaonim in every generation. And this story that I'm telling you tonight takes place in the times when there are very, very few Gaonim left. Why? Somebody has to show them, kill them all out? No, no, no. It's just that, you know, unfortunately, the generations get weaker and weaker. So um, one of the two last Gaonim, that we know, that we have recorded, that we means... There were tape recorders in those days? They were reco- Not that kind of recording. I mean, it's like it's written down in this forum. One was Rav Shrira Ga'in, and then one of the last ones after that was his son, Rav Haigoin. Oh, I got it. And so this is like a story that happened in Haigoin's time. No, no, it happened in his father's time, Rav Shrira. But it was at the end of the Gaonic period. You understand? Yeah, the end of the Gaonic time. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So now, what's next? Now, the next part is, you have to be quiet so I could tell the story. Oh, so you gave all the background and everything, and now you're ready for the story. That's right. I am ready for the story. So here we go. Over a thousand years ago, there was a wealthy man 
who lived in Pompadisa, Babylonia, Pompadisa Bovel. He was a very rich man and was extremely wealthy. And one day as he was walking into one of his rooms, he said, Ah, it's so wonderful. I am so, so happy here. I am very rich. I have lots of gold. And I have lots of silver. This is great. I love having riches. But there's one treasure that I have that's so precious. I yarshimed it. I inherited it from my father. And he got it from his father. Yes, it goes down the line. Ah, I like to look at it every now and then. Here it is. Beautiful safer Torah inside this. Ah, oh, there it is. This particular Sefer Torah was written by hand by the famous Tzaddik, uh, Ezra HaSefer. What a rare treat. Baruch Hashem, my family was wealthy. We were able to get a hold of this Sefer Torah. We were able to purchase it. And we've been keeping this Sefer Torah in our family and treating it the proper way. Oh, it's so great to have such a Torah. What's such Kedusha? No, when I have a Torah that I know is written by the great, great Sadiq. Ezra HaSefer. Oh, what it does to me. It's unbelievable. I feel that I have to live a life of Kedusha. I'm standing next to something that's filled with Kedusha. And when you're next to something that's filled with Kedusha, you feel the Kedusha. And this keeps me so honest. And I want you to know that because of this honesty, I believe that's why I'm doing so great in business. And for Hashem, I give lots and lots of tzedakah. Ah, yes, indeed. And so this rich man did give a lot of tzedakah. And he marveled every single day, whenever possible, at his beautiful Sefer Torah. And he had two sons. Now, it doesn't say what this man's name is. It doesn't say who his two sons are. But not to get mixed up, I know you're going to call them uh, Shmeryl and Beryl. Uh, no, I decided a different name. Um, uh, Chaim and, 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 and Biberic. No. Uh, but one is a nice name. Biberic? No, no, no. I'll call one Chaim. Okay, um, what are you going to call the other one? I'll call him Duvi. Oh, Chaim and Duvi. Okay, sounds like a good, good. Okay, so those those are going to be his two sons, Chaim and Duvi. Okay, okay, so what happened? Well, what happened was is, eventually what happened was, Chaim and Duvi, they were getting older, and they eventually married, and Baruch Hashem, this old man, who is this very wealthy man, this Wonderful kid who gave Sadaka, who treasured Right. So he treasured this Sefer Torah, and what ended up happening was unbelievable. You can't even begin to imagine. Oh, uh, uh, really? Like, like, like what? Shh. Let me tell you the story. All right, but you, you know, you, you always do this. What do you mean? What do, I, what do I always do? You always make the story so exciting. Well, isn't that the idea? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so let me continue. Well, as time would have it, like I said before, both his children got married, and they were so friendly with each other. It was such a family family. Um, so, uh, uh, Duvi, uh, uh, what are you doing tonight? You want to come to my house for supper? Bring your whole family. It's no problem. Come, 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 come. You can bring your whole family to my house. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Why not? It sounds like a very good idea. Uh, Chaim, I think it's a very good idea. All right, Duvisa, we'll see you tonight after Meyerv, uh, after we do a little learning in the school, and we'll come over for supper. And these two brothers got along very nicely. They were so friendly with each other. They watched each other's children, you know. Let's say somebody wanted to go on vacation, the other one watched his children, or somebody had to go out for a while, whatever it was. And it was so beautiful to see that even though both of them were married and they were raising a family, but they were so united together. What a wonderful feeling. But you know who doesn't like that? Uh-oh, I smell a rat. Well, <laughs> there are no rats in the story. I mean, it's like an expression. I know what you mean. But in this case, we're talking about the Sutton. He'll interfere, right? I don't know. If you tell the story that way, then he interferes. If you don't tell it that way, he won't interfere. Well, obviously, the Sutton does not enjoy 
when we're living comfortably. And he always tries to stop us, but we always fight our eight Sahara, and we should always win. That's what we gotta do. We gotta win. We gotta win. We gotta win. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Are you keeping score? How many times did you win your Yitzhara? Um, 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 let's go on with the story. That's what I thought. Okay, so here we go. So, as we go on with the story, as the years were going by, naturally, nobody lives forever. And the old man, he started to become sick. Woe is me! Oh, dear me, oh, my! Um, I am Dovey! I need to see you. Uh, yes, Father. What is it? <laughs> I'm here at your service. Is there anything that you need? Uh, yes, yes, Father. Is there something that you want? I mean, well, I mean, I mean, you, know, you just tell us and, and we're going to do it right away. Not a problem. Not a problem. Da, 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 ta, tati, what's, what's, the, what's the matter? Dad, everything's fine. You want me to call the doctor in? I'll get the doctor back in here in a moment. No, I just going to tell you something. You know, you're going to have to learn sooner or later. I want you to know that I'm dying. Oh, 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 but Dad, I mean, I, I, I mean, we'll call a doctor. Why are you saying you're dying? I mean, we really spoke to the doctor. There's not much they can do, you know. And so my my life is coming to an end. And and I just want you to know that 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 that, 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 that I'm I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh, oh, Dad, Dad, please don't, don't. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Tati, you know, you're a very rich man, Baruch Hashem. And if you want, we'll continue to give tzedakah like you always do, and everything like that, and everything. You know what I mean? Yes. But I want both of you to promise me something. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever it is, Father. What is it? Yes, Dad. Uh, whatever it is, yeah. I mean, you tell us what you want, and we're gonna promise. I mean, uh, I don't like Machlagas, so I want you to divide the property. And all my riches and everything I have, divide it equally. Okay? Um, okay? Uh, yes, okay. And as the last few days of the old man's life was withering away, the two of them just kept their thoughts to themselves. Hmm. Our father, Bliyayinhara, uh, is so wealthy. Hmm. Cain Ayinhara is so wealthy. You know, I was just thinking to myself, in my mind, of course, uh, you know, our father has so much wealth, but there's one thing that's so precious. Ezra safe is safe for Torah. Wow. That is so, so precious. Uh, you know, to me, it's worth it that I don't have a penny from my father's riches if I get to keep Ezra safe is safe for Torah. Wow, what an honor. So much Kedusha. That would be great. Meantime, what Chaim didn't know, the other brother, Dubi, was thinking in his mind by himself also. Oh, boy. Oh, my father, Kanai Nahara, poo-poo-poo. He is so rich. He is so well-to-do. But you know what? All that wealth means nothing. Because what's really important is Torah. Torah is the most important thing. So you know what? There's only one Torah that my father has. Ezra has safest Torah. Ah, he had it for generations passed on to him. And now it'll pass on to either myself or my brother. You know, to me, it's worth it that I should just give up all the riches, let my brother keep everything. And then, you know, I'll keep the safer Torah. Yes, that's so precious. To me, Ezra has safest, safer Torah is more precious than anything else that there is in the world. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. Ah, yes, yes, indeed. <sighs> and then as the days went on, finally the doctor came out. I'm sorry to report to us. Um, 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 I think you should prepare and call the Chavra Kadisha. I um, think you should call the, you know, the people that take care of the burial and the house and everything. I think you should prepare for a Leviah. Unfortunately, your father has passed on. There's nothing more that I can do. And of course, they both said Baruch Dino Emes. And there was a big Levaya because many people benefited from this rich man's, you know, generosity, his tzedakah and everything. And finally, the shiva was over. And even Shloshim was over. And the two brothers sat down to talk. Um, uh, well, uh, uh, Dovey, you know, I was, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, uh, Kanoi Nahara, you know, 
Uh, our father left a lot of money. Oh, yes, I know, I know, I know. And there's also that beautiful, beautiful Sefer Torah written by Ezra HaSefer, you know, it's Kevaldi Kazakh, you know. I mean, can imagine just to have the Sefer Torah from Ezra HaSefer. Wow, it's great, 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 great. So, uh, so, so you wanted to have a meeting uh, between us because, you know, like, okay, yeah, Shiva's over, Shalashim's over. Uh, yeah, the year is not over yet, but, but I mean, you know, the Yud Beis Chodoshim is not over. But, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, I guess you want to talk about how we, we want to divide uh, uh, our father's property, right? Uh, yes, I was just thinking it's a great idea. We should think about how we want to divide the property. Now, you know, uh, our father said we shouldn't have any machloikis or anything like that, you know. And, you know, I'm the oldest one, so therefore, um, I should be able to have first choice. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. With the gold and silver, you can have double. You can have triple. If you want, you can keep all of it. <laughs> one second. If I keep all the gold and silver, then what is it that you're going to have? Oh, me? Me? I'll, I'll be satisfied. I'll just have the, uh, you know, the, I'll, I'll take care of the Sefer Torah. The Sefer Torah will go to me. I'll take care of Ezra HaSefer's Sefer Torah, and that'll be fine. You know, there'll be no problem. One moment. I'm the Bechor. I'm the firstborn. Okay, so therefore, um, you know, being that I'm the firstborn, I, I, you, you know, um, I, really it should be is that... Um, <laughs> I, I I have first choice, so I must him that you know since there was only one Seftora, you know that was written by Ezra that it is now a family. Uh, I'm the Bechor, and I think I should keep the Seftora, and I'm willing to give you all the gold and silver, all the money that Daddy had. <laughs> what do you say to that? Everything that Tati had, you can have except for the Seftora. No, 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 you don't get it. I was uh, just hoping that you understood that, you know, Baruch Hashem, we're both making a parnosa and everything like that, and, you know, um, but, but you know, there's a certain kedusha to the Sefer Torah, and I figured, you know, being that you're the Bechor, and you're the firstborn, yeah, so you should have all the money, which is a nice choice, and me, I'm the younger one, so I need a little more chizik, so I should keep the Sefer Torah. What do you say to that? I think that your idea is a, is, is a little bit uh, upside down backwards. Um, I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, well, I could turn it right side up and show it to you right side up and left side down. Whatever side you want to see, I could show it to you. But I just want you to understand that um, um, I think it's a great idea. You keep all the gold and the silver and everything like that. And then, um, um, you know, it's not a problem. And, and, and I'll just keep uh, as for Hasefer's Sefer uh, Torah. And, and think about the schus that you have. What are you talking about? If I don't have the Sefer Torah, what kind of schus are you talking about? Oh, because you'll be able to continue what Tati did. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, give tzedakah all the time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but but you know what? I'll hold on to the Sefer Torah, and I'll be a nice big brother, and I'll let you have all the gold and silver, and you do the mitzvah of giving all the tzedakah. You know, and I'll watch the Sefer Torah, you know, because it's such a kedusha. You're just being next to the Torah. It's such a great, great, great kedusha. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. And they argued for hours about it. And then finally, they concluded, uh, you know what, you know what, we're both a little bit upset today. You know what, let's meet again tomorrow. Oh, okay, that, that's, that's, a good, that's a great idea. So let's, let's go meet again tomorrow. And so the next day they met. But when they met the next day, the same thing happened. I want the Sefer Torah. No, 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 no. I want the Sefer Torah. No, 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 no. I want the Sefer Torah. And imagine, their father begged them not to have Machlaikas. But their father was nifted before he said who should have the Sefer Torah. Imagine if they stopped and thought for a moment. Maybe they can get along and maybe they could share the Sefer Torah. Uh, maybe it could be like part of the time by one brother, part of the time by the other brother. But they didn't think about that. Because the Satan obviously got in the way. And put the thoughts is that one and only one of the two have to have the Sefer Torah. That's the way they put it. Oh dear. I got to convince him. I got to convince him. And finally their arguments were reaching such a point. It was getting so strong their arguments that the next thing you know they stopped talking to each other. As they were walking down the street. So I want that Sefer Torah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, in the meantime, uh, we, we just keep it on the guard. Uh, we have it watched by the by, by the guards, the professional guards, and until we come to inclusion. Now, when you come to your senses, you're gonna say that you're gonna keep all the riches, and I get the Sefer Torah. No, 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 no. When you get to your senses, you're gonna say that you can keep the riches, and I'll get the Sefer Torah. Oh, here we go again. And they started to avoid each other because as soon as they saw each other, they would get into a big argument. But at the same time, though, they had to divide the Erusha sooner or later. And they didn't want the Sefer Torah to be unwatched 
and they began to realize, you know something, um, Duvi, uh, I was just thinking about something. We shouldn't be having a machloikis. Oh, no kidding. So you're giving me the Sefer Torah? No, 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 no. I didn't say that I'm giving you the Sefer Torah. So, so what are you doing? Well, since I said that we should not have a, a machloikis because that was our father's request and we fell into the trap of the Eight Sahara. So, you know, there must be a better way to solve this. You know, you're so right. Here we are right here in Pompadisa and we have one of the greatest Gaonim that ever existed. Vrav Sharira Gaon. We have him here. Why don't we just go over to his Besden, and yeah, we'll go to his Besden, and, and we'll ask him to decide what to do. You know, that's that's a great thing. You know, I agree with you. That's that's the best thing to do because you know I'm no Kevador because I want to save the Torah, and you're no Kevador because I want to save the Torah. That's right. But the Besden is not no Kevador, so they can help us decide. <laughs> Isn't that great? Uh, I guess so. Um, let's go and make an appointment with the secretary. And so they went to the secretary of the Besden, and they set up a time for Din Torah to solve the problem with Yerusha. And Rav Shrira Gaon was at the head of this Besden. Rabuisai, Rabuisai, let me hear who is going to speak first. I'm going to speak first because, you see, um, I'm the Bukhar, and, and, and I really think, I really, really do, I really, really think that that, that because I'm the Bukhar, I, I should uh, get the Sefer Torah. Uh, I see what you're saying. Now, let me ask you a question. Did your father leave over a will? Uh, you mean like a Tzavol? Uh, no, he just told us to divide it, you know, we, we shouldn't have Machloikis, and he said we should divide it. I see. I see. Very interesting. Now, um, how do you feel? Uh, me, me. I, I feel that, that that you know, like, um, we should divide it, and then I, I just feel that um, I should get the same door. My, my brother should get the get all the money. Ah, uh, I see. And you? I feel I see. So you feel that you should get the safe door, and you should get the safe door. Very interesting. And the money? Well, well, it's very simple. If I get the same story, he can have all the money. I, the, the money is not worth a penny to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, although there's millions, not a penny, but I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying. I understand fully. Very well. And you? Uh, I feel the same way. Uh, he can have all the riches because the riches means nothing. Having a Sefer Torah from Ezra HaSefer, what a Kedusha Dika thing it is. It's so holy, it's so special. When you stand next to the Torah, it's filled with holiness. It's more holy than any other Sefer Torah that's that's lying in there on a Kaidah right now. You know what I mean? I see. So you both want it. And your father, as I understand, didn't want you to have Machlekes. And there's no will. Hmm. Very interesting. I see. Now let me ask you a question. Are you really the Bukhar? Because, well, uh, I, I, I'm the oldest, you know. Uh, I, I, I once heard that uh, my mother had a baby boy, uh, but but died in childbirth, and now, unless it was very young, but they never talked about it so much, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, uh, so you're both equal, technically, as far as who should get what. Hmm, very interesting. I have a solution. If you both agree, and I think you agreed to follow the Psaka the Besden. Well, well, that's why we came here. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't think we we're going to follow the Psaka the Besden, then we wouldn't be here. That's right. Whatever the Besden is going to tell us to do, that's what we're going to do. If you say I should keep the Sefer Torah, uh, that's, a, that's a good decision, and I'll, I'll abide by it. And if I say your brother should have the Sefer Torah, then, 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 then um, is there a way to appeal the Besden? Uh, no, there isn't. I'm sorry. Once we make a Psak, it's a Psak. Unless there could be a Besden that's greater than this one. But I don't want to go into those kind of halachas now. Uh, but anyways, um, but I have a solution. We're going to make a gyrul. A gyrul? A gyrul? We're raffling off the safe door? Now, wait a minute. We want it to be in our family. We don't want this to be a raffled off to the, to the public. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I don't mean that it'll be raffled off to the public. We're going to make a gyrul. We're going to put both your names in. And this girl is going to be drawn out right in front of me. And we're going to see... We're going to put Chaim's name in the gyrul. We're going to put Duvi's name in the gyrul. And we'll shake it up and shuckle it around. And then we'll pull out and we'll see who is going to win this gyrul. Isn't that a good idea? And then you want to have Machloikis. The one who wins the Sefer Torah will get the Sefer Torah. The one who wins the money 
We'll get the money. Isn't that fair? Hmm, I guess so in the long run. Yes, it sounds like a very fair idea. I, I agree to it. What about you, uh, Duvi? I, I agree to it very much. It sounds like a very good solution. It's better than arguing every single day because I would love to go back and, and being friendly with each other just like the good old days. All right, uh, let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right. Um, we're going to write your name down here. That's Chaim. Chaim. And we put another Chaim. So we're putting one Chaim that says Sefer Torah, one Chaim that says money. And we're going to put in one that says Duvi, money, and one that says Duvi, Sefer Torah. Uh, but Rabbi, um, with all the respect, what happens if you um, pull out uh, my name with the Sefer Torah and, 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 and my brother's name with the Sefer Torah? So what do we do then? Very interesting point. I guess you don't hop that I was hoping if it came out that way, you would share the Sefer Torah. But uh, Hashem doesn't like Machlokes, and it doesn't look like both of you are willing. So I will have to do it the other way. What do you mean, what other way? I guess in the end, I'm going to write your name, Chaim, and your brother's name, Dubi. The one that I pull out first will get the Sefer Torah, and the other one will get the money. All right, let, let's get on with it. So they took the girl, they folded up the papers, and they put it in a barrel of some sort, and they shook it around. And after that, right in front of Rabbi Sharir Agoyen, one of the Dayanim reached in. I will reach in now with my hand, and I will pull out this name. Uh, no, no peeking now. Uh, don't favor my brother, you know. I mean, you, you, should, you turn, turn your head around. Don't worry. My head is turned around, and my eyes are closed. And now, the winner of the Sefer Torah is... is... Chaim! Ah, Baruch Hashem, I won the Sefer Torah! That's great! I'm so happy! I'm so... Ah, I can jump for joy! Yes, it's a lie! I love... Oh boy, oh boy, it's Chaim! You're singing all those songs now. You're so happy. And I got stuck with all this money. But look, you can give this a, you can give Sadaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that's, that's true, I guess. But you got the better prize. But it's all fair and square, I guess, in the long run. Because the guy rules fair. And both brothers went outside. But you know how people are. It's very hard for people not to talk Lush and Hara. Although people shouldn't be talking Lush and Hara. But sometimes people, you know, when they hear things, their mouths seem to work like an automatic motor, an automatic pilot, sort of to say. Well, people were talking. In this town of Pompadisa, there was a very wicked Russia, a terrible Yid, who went off the Derech HaTorah completely and refused to recognize that there is Hashem. He refused to recognize it. He was so bad that no matter how hard people tried to Get him to come back to Chuva. He was so bad. You mean he's like what I was asking in the beginning? He was like a guy he didn't want to believe? That is correct. And eventually, well, let me go on and you'll see what eventually happened. Oh boy, I think it's getting exciting. Oh, oh, what are we going to do next? Now we, you're going to sit quietly. I'm going to tell the story. Oh, right, okay. Shh, let me go on. And so, this person who, in Hebrew, they call him a mumar. They call this person a kaifa be'ikar. He was a very terrible Russia. People were told to stay away from him. And one day, as he was walking outside, Hi! How you guys doing? <laughs> hey, what's the latest gossip? Hey, you guys want to tell me some Russian horror? Go away from us. We don't want to talk to you. Yes, please, go away. Uh, yeah, do, do me a favor. Kaita back from the, go away from here, because we don't want to talk to you. It's, 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 Oh, come on, you kachok chame! No, 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 you're a terrible, wicked man. No, no, we won't talk to you. You're a very, very, very terrible, wicked man. Yeah, 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 very wicked. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I still remember. It's not just that you don't keep the toilet. No, 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 it's more than that. 
Hi, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I remember you wanted to tell me some products, right? You, you, you were manufacturing something. You were importing something. Remember? Ah. Uh. Uh, oh, the, 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 the materials to make suits and things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was? Uh, you gave me material that was guns filled with sharpness. And this, no, this, it was also filled with, uh, I don't know what they call those uh, beetles that were eating up the material. And then you made me pay for you to want to give me a, re a, a refund. Ah, uh, no, I don't talk to people like you. No, 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 no. I want nothing to do with you. You understand? Oh, yes, he's right. Uh, <laughs> hey, Michael, what, what do you mean he's right? Well, you know, because you're unscrupulous and because you don't care about the Torah, so therefore it happens to me that uh, you're very unscrupulous in business. Ah, uh, I remember that time when you tried to sell me some diamonds. <laughs> I sold you the best diamonds that were around. I had good stuff. <laughs> what was the problem? What was the problem? You pulled a switcheroo on me. I did? What are you talking about? I sold you the diamonds. They were great diamonds. They were fantastic, weren't they? Oh, yes. Uh, when you showed it to me, they were fantastic. The ones you showed me were fantastic. But then, as you put them back in the bag, you made a quick switcheroo, and you put in fake diamonds. Because when I tried to sell it, and the other people were checking it out, they found that they were glass. That's what they were. They were glass. Now, you get away from me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have anything to do with you whatsoever. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh! <laughs> Smarilla! How about you? No, no, no. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. I don't want you to have nothing to do with you. No, 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 no. Get away from me. Get away from me right now. Wait, wait, no. <laughs> Look, nothing. I'm not selling anything. I just want to ask you. You got a nice piece of luck now you want to tell me? I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not going to be like you talk like now. No, 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 no. No, no, I'm not talking like now. No, no, no. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. Do you understand me? Stay, 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 stay away. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Why is everybody afraid to talk to me? <laughs> ah, but they got to do business with me because I sometimes have the best commodities. <laughs> All right, so I, I fool a couple of people here and there. <laughs> but I sure make a lot of money, especially when I travel around. <laughs> Nobody knows me. And I can make a fortune. And I do. <laughs> Okay, but something definitely is going on here. I gotta find out. Now, how am I gonna do that? How am I gonna do that? Ah, oh, come on. You know, everybody's talking about something to happen in the best end, right? What happened, huh? <laughs> oh, you don't have to tell me. I think I know how to find out. <laughs> hey, Duffy! Is that you over there? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me over there. Oh, the mum, the Apicarus over there. You're such a wicked guy. You're so terrible. I don't want to deal with you. Excuse me. I'm going away from here because I don't want to talk to you. Goodbye. I'll see you later. I don't want to deal with you. Goodbye. Ah, wait a second. How come you're not so cheerful? Didn't your father die recently? Yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit more than a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, 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 so. So? <laughs> what do you mean, so? Well, you should be a very happy man. Your father was tremendously wealthy, wasn't he? Oh, yes, he was. Yes, he was. So, you have probably a ton of money, and your brother has a ton of money. <laughs> you should be very, very happy. Well, you know what? I got a little secret for you. You know what? What? I didn't just get a little money. I got all the money. <laughs> well, how did you manage that? You're the younger brother. <laughs> you got all the money, so what did your brother get? My brother got the bigger treasure. Bigger treasure? One second. You got all the gold? I got all the gold. All the silver? All the silver. All the jewelry? All the jewelry. All the diamonds? All the diamonds. Everything? Everything. All the extra property and everything. You name it, I got it. So what did your brother get? The best thing of them all. The best thing of all? What are you talking about? What did he get? My brother, he got the Sefer Torah. The Sefer Torah? 
trying to make me laugh. <laughs> You're trying to make me laugh. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Uh, you, you, your brother, your brother Jaime is supposed to be smart, huh? And you tell me he gave up. <laughs> he gave up. <laughs> oh, I can't even take it anymore. <laughs> your brother, and, and, and let me get this straight. Your brother <laughs> gave up all the gold and silver just for a safer Torah. You know, if your brother had half of that silver and gold, he could buy about 1,000 Sifrei Torah. <laughs> your brother is off his rocker. No, he's not. He's very smart. If it was up to me, I would give up all my riches just to have that Torah. What? What's so special about that Torah? I don't get it, you know. That's because you don't understand any mitzvahs. To you, a mitzvah is nothing. But to us, mitzvahs are like diamonds. And nobody throws away diamonds. And that's why we still keep the Torah. You don't recognize that. You don't want to recognize that. Because you make excuses for yourself. That's what all bad people do. Anybody who's bad, they, 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 they know really that they're bad. They, deep down, they always know they're bad. But you know what they do? They, they, they just make excuses for themselves. And you know that you should be a from guy. You know you should be a religious person. You know you should keep the Torah. But but you want to have more fun, so therefore you make up all these excuses, and and then therefore whenever ever rabbis show you the truth and they point out how true Torah is and how you should be keeping mitzvahs, you don't want to listen, so you make up different excuses, and that's why you became such an apicurus, and that's why you're such a, a, a mummer, mummer, and you're such a bad guy. That's why you don't understand about the Sefer Torah. All right, I don't. So tell me, what's so special about this Torah? This Torah is not just a Torah. This is a special Torah. A special Torah, really? Like what is it? This Torah was written by the famous tzaddik, the famous Novi, the famous great great tzaddik Ezra Hasefa. That's who. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, uh, that's who it was written. It was written by Ezra Hasefa. Really? So that makes it so valuable? <laughs> you know what? Sell it to me, and I'll make a profit. No, 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 no. I don't have it. My brother has it. Oh, your brother has it. All right. Well, okay. Nice to see you. I'll see your brother. Oh, here's his brother's house. Hello? Uh, who is there? Uh, it's, it's a boogie monster. Who do you think it is? Oh, that voice. I recognize it. Oh, it's the, the, yeah, be curious, the boomer. <laughs> um, um, uh, what do you want? I need to talk to you about a business proposition. Business proposition. What could this guy have? All right, let me hear what he says. Otherwise, he's going to keep screaming at my door. Let me hear what he says, and then I'll send him away. Because there's nothing that he's going to talk to me about that's going to make me change my mind. Because I'm going to stay with the Torah. <laughs> Maybe I can convince him to keep Torah. Yeah, okay, let me see. Uh, you okay? Uh, what is it? Ah, listen, I understand you have a Torah from Ezra Sefer. According to your brother, you gave up all your father's money for that Torah. So that Torah must be worth a lot of money, right? Actually, it's not worth money at all. What? What are you talking about? I'll buy it from you and I'll sell it, uh, sell it somewhere else. I'll make a profit and I'll give you the money and buy yourself another Torah. What do you say, huh? What do you say? What do you say? Huh? Huh? No. Absolutely not. You don't understand. You can't put a monetary value to this particular Torah. This Torah has a Kedusha that no Torah has. Oh, really? Like what? This Torah has a special Kedusha. It was written by Ezra Seifer. Don't you get it? Ezra Seifer is one of the, one of the greatest tzaddikim around that, that you know, after the Golas Bovel, he rewrote, you know, the, 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 the Torah. You know, I mean, like, he, he, you know, people lost Sifri Torahs and they didn't remember by heart. And he, and he wrote, I mean, every every Torah is now copied based on Ezra Seifer's Torah. And this is one of his copies that he did by hand. This is it's priceless. You don't put a price on this. That's why, for me, it was worth it to give up all the money and let my brother keep it. Now, if you don't mind, I'll see you. Goodbye. Oh, slammed the door right on my nose. Ha, 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 but you missed me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, these guys are off the rocker. Imagine that. They say I don't understand value. They don't understand value. Imagine these guys. Hey, they don't understand value of money. Oh, stay for Torah. What's going to be so special? I think it's holy. Ah, well, I'll make it unholy. <laughs> I'll teach them a lesson. <laughs> oh, wait, I got a plan. Hmm. I know what I'll do. I'll go back into my closet, and I'll just uh, put on disguise because if they see me come into the base of Medrash the way I look now, <laughs> they'll never let me in. No, 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 no. They'll never let me in. So you know what I gotta do is I'm gonna do the following. I I I'm gonna do the following. I I'm gonna 
disguise myself, make myself look from and everything and all, and maybe change my voice if somebody talks to me, and I'll hide in a basic analysis. And then, I'm gonna make that safer Torah puzzle. Oh, have I got a plan! <laughs> Later on that night, as the hours were going by, all right, I can come out of my hiding place. Am I lucky or what? Not one guy recognized me. Wow, <laughs> this fantastic. Nobody recognized me. This is great. I'll just look over here, but I can't put on any lights over here. Because if I put on a light, uh-oh, that's not going to be good. I can't put on a light. I can't light a lantern. Because if I light a lantern, somebody might see the light. So how am I supposed to mess up the Torah? Oh, wait! By the beamer. It's underneath the skylight. Ah, there's a full moon tonight. Moonlight is shining in. Oh, have I got a plan? Let me feel my way around. Here's the Aranakaitis. All right, let me take out the Torah, put it on this beamer, take off the mantle. <laughs> okay, and now let me just unroll it. And let's see, now. Uh -huh. I don't want them to discover the mistake right away, because I'm going to have a chance to get away from here. Ah, uh, let me go. I still remember some stuff when I was young. Ah, uh, let me go to Prussia Shemos. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Ah, uh, let's see. Perikov Gimel should be around here. Hmm, I still, have, I still remember how to read without the kudos. Hmm, <laughs> Now, where's that word? Ah, yes. Here it is. Vavat tem beast Hashem Elokeichem. And you should serve God your God. Hmm, 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 hmm. How am I gonna fix this here? Let me see what I got here. Um, 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 let me just scratch, uh, with this little knife here. Mm hmm, hmm, <laughs> Okay, I got that out, and let me just rewrite that iron instead of an iron. Let me put an olive. <laughs> Still reads the same thing. Which means, you should lose, you should destroy God, your God. <laughs> wow, now let me blow on it. All right, that's right, ink. Let me roll it up. And, 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 uh-oh, the... Cloud is blocking the light over here. I can't see any more from the moonlight. Uh, it's getting cloudy. Let me just close this up and let me put the Torah back in the urn. I think it's over here. Okay. I'll put this curtain aside. Let me close up the door. Okay, there we go. And let me just get out here and uh oh, it's really getting dark. That cloud is blocking the moonlight. I can't see where I'm going. What's going on here? I. Whoa! Ow! Ow! I hurt myself so badly, I, I don't even know what injury I have. Let me just climb out this window. Let me just jump. Let me just hurry up and get out of here. And so they both went... Actually, sorry, not both. Uh, <laughs> that is, uh, the Moomer went. Meanwhile, both brothers... That's what I meant. Both brothers were sleeping peacefully at night. And the next morning came. Nobody had any idea that the Sefer Torah was now puzzled. They read it for next week. Parashas Vayigash. Vayechi. And Shemaish. And finally Beshalach. And then the week of Mishpatim. And the Balkair was coming. Vavater! Oh-oh! There's a problem here! A boy said there's a mistake! What are you talking about? It can't be a mistake. This is uh, Ezra Seifer's uh, Seifer Torah. <laughs> no mistake, this is written by Ezra Seifer. Well, I don't understand. I'm going to tell you this over here. Look over here. Rabbi? Yes, one second. Let's take a look. Oy vey, There's an olive instead of an iron. This is puzzle. We'll have to lean from another Seifer Torah. What? It's puzzle? Can't be. Then maybe this is not Ezra Seifer's Seifer Torah. Oh no, I gave away all those riches for that thing. Oh no! And no, no, oh, oh, oh! I think he fainted. Yeah, maybe we should call a doctor. Well, Zekin, let's see what's happening here. What's going on over there in the men's section? What's happening? Sagunish, don't, don't worry, it's nothing. Just somebody fainted. Oh, somebody fainted. Ah, wait, somebody fainted. Of course, they called a doctor. And they checked it out, and he was very, very ill. He was so 
trembling because he was so hurt that the Sefer Torah from Ezra was puzzle. It hurt him so much, and in his heart he felt, oh, because I probably had machloikis with my brother. That's probably why I wasn't zeichet to have the real Sefer Torah. It must have been switched or something. I don't know what happened to it. Ay, 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 ay. Don't worry so much. Wake yourself up. This is only a small pastoral. It's something that could be corrected. We can get another cipher, scratch it out and fix it. Make back the olive to an eye and do some olives. What's the big problem? You, 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 you don't understand. We cannot do that. You see, see, that olive was written by Ezra, a cipher. And if another cipher writes it, it's not the same Kedusha. Oh, it's me. Wow, wow. Oh, boy, I feel so bad for my brother. And he went into a deep, deep, sad depression. And he became so sick, he just never woke up so fast. Every time he woke up, he fell back to sleep. He stayed like almost in a coma state. And then, suddenly, while he was in his coma state, he began to have a dream. And his father came to him. Listen to me, listen to me, my dear son Chaim. Please don't worry anymore. In Shemayim, they were very upset what happened. This is the safer tailor of Ezra. But the Mumar, this Apikeris, he wanted to show that the Torah has no value. But he doesn't know how it works. He refuses to believe in the Emmerskite. So let me tell you what happened. He went and he changed the letter. He went and he took the iron and he made it into an aleph. But he's not aware that the Torah is filled with many secrets. And it says, iron tachas iron. An eye for an eye. Yes, but I know, but that's made by, 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 by money. By money. Uh, it's made by money. Uh, so what do we do now? Uh, Listen to me. Ezra HaSoifer was sent down by the Bezna Shalmala. In the morning when you go to shul, you're going to see the Sefer Torah is fixed by Ezra Sefer. And then to see that this Mumar got his punishment, look underneath the bima. You will see his eye is still there. Ugh. Don't worry. And the next morning came, and he woke up, and he was full of vigor. I feel great. I recovered. Let's go to the shul. Ezra Sefer came to fix it. I think this guy lost his mind. Yeah, he's lost his mind. He's going sugar. What's the matter with you? He, 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 I think he's really sick. No, 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 no. Come, let's take a look at the Sefer Torah. And he opened up the Sefer Torah, and there it was. No Sefer in their town of Pompadisa fixed it. But they looked again, and no iron was missing. The Aleph was missing, and an iron was there. Then he said, let's look under the beamer, see what you see. Sure, no problem, let me see what I got over here. Oh, look, I found an eyeball. Ah, an eyeball. An eyeball. And so they realized that what ended up happening was they made sure that they realized that this Mishumid, this here, this here, whatever you want to call him, this terrible Apikaris, they realized he got punished for trying to ruined the Sefer Torah. And I don't know what happened to that Sefer Torah since then. I don't know where it is or what happened throughout the generations. But one thing is, for the rest of their lives, this Sefer Torah remained perfectly pure and holy. Wow, that was a great story, Rabbi Herbst. It was fantastic. Wow, 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 wow. It came out even better than I thought it was going to be. Wow, that was great. And that lesson. Whoa. Amida Kadeg and Mida, that stick in the Torah. You know, we cut out the eye and then put an Oh, wow. I'm telling you, it was fantastic. Well, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Uh, you know, we came up with a good idea and it was a good story, okay? So, uh, I think it's getting closer to that time. Uh, what do you mean, that time? You're going to take some phone calls? Well, we haven't been doing that for a while. We'd love to do that, but it's not working out now since the COVID thing. But, you know, whatever. So, uh, we'll be as is. All right. So, uh, I guess I could say Mazel Tov again? Yes, you could. All right. So, everybody should have a wonderful weekend, a great Shabbos. And uh, everything's very good, and I guess some people are getting 
uh, ready for the Hanukkah season. And I just want you to know, if you're interested in calling to hire me, please don't wait for the last second. Already some choice dates have been taken already, and people are mamish like they're calling me for the same dates, and I can't be at two places at the same time. All right, so, oh, it's that time again. All right, uh, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, a great weekend. Goodbye.